वाइन स्टूडियो As far as your seniors are concerned, your seniors you will always realize are interested in results, hmm. right? They are interested in two things: two R's, results and respect. So I genuinely believe that life is an echo. So whatever you are saying, and whatever you are thinking, and whatever you are dreaming and planning, it will come and stick to you. If you want to be successful, if you wanted to be successful at that time, there had to be a proper balance. When are you having fun and when are you working? Be two steps ahead. Have the best team in the industry working for you. For what you are lacking in her cheese, me to koi bhi perfect nahi ho sakta na. I also must be having some areas which I can't. So things which I'm not good at, I have to hire the best so that that gap gets filled up. product that you are representing of course is a brand how are you positioning that brand but you who are representing that product are also a brand how reliable and how trustworthy do you come across to the other person you need to win in everything right from wine studio you are listening to the inspiring talk a show where i bring the conversations with today's most successful and inspiring personalities to help you take your life business and career to the next level dr ananta welcome to the show thank you so much vijay for inviting me to this show i've been very excited to meet you and uh, i believe you've done 160 inspiring stories my goodness i'm actually wondering where i fit in yeah place is all mine and uh, you have this long long list of accomplishments to your credit and you have went on to do some of the incredible things in your life whether that's in beauty whether that's in real estate whether that's in your dance and so on and so forth and you continue to inspire a lot of younger people uh in your life so where does the story for dr ananta begin thank you so much uh so there are 24 hours in a day so i haven't done that much also but yeah the story of ananta started in uh, military hospital agra my father is an army officer and a decorated one so i was born in agra and uh, in fact as soon as i was born the very uh, next day my father kind of met with an accident uh, right in front of the hospital and my mother was just 18 so she was in hospital with me and uh, dad had head injury uh, so he was in hospital uh, being treated and then he would went into coma for a few days so it was kind of a very strange time for the family uh, papa was i think 24 mama was 18 and i was just born but i think from there on everything just was super beautiful as far as childhood is concerned i spent my childhood all over the country because uh, it was a transferable job for that and uh, so i kept moving all over the place in fact in my 10th i think i changed three schools which <laughs> today's kids would really raise their eyebrows they're so serious about their studies and boards and all it was just important to attend school and just give it your best but i don't think i was that involved in the okay what marks are you getting mm. it was a place okay to go changing uh, schools very oh, frequently i i loved the change it became a way of life everywhere i would make new friends 
and I would um, have new teachers and sometimes even new uniform, new house. So it just kind of became a way of life. And then, of course, whichever station we went to, uh, all the places in and around that place, you know, you would get to see and stuff. So I was quite a gypsy that way and quite happy with uh, that type of a lifestyle. I got to see gang talk, Jammu, you know, lots. So that kind of connected me to the country in a very deep way. And that sense of belonging actually got dispersed to everywhere. But otherwise, we are uh, basically Rajputs from UP. And um, that's my family background. I come from a family of doctors, army officers and professors. I'm actually uh, the first one probably to be doing a corporate job and that too in real estate. So I think I, I, real estate, I'm definitely the first one. So I was having conversation with one of your friends and she told me that I was telling her like, hey, what should I ask, you know, Ananta? And she said, you know, she had very strict parents ask her about how that has probably helped her become more disciplined and maybe her father being an army officer who are very disciplined. Right. Um, so, you know, were your parents really uh, strict? No, my father wasn't strict at all. My dad actually went to St. Columbus. So he was brought up by Irish brothers and then he went to NDA. And uh, he, uh, my dad uh, was extremely broad-minded and extremely trusting. Uh, my mom was the, I don't know how to put it, but because I was always a high energy kid, and extremely naughty. Uh, so my mother took on the responsibility of, you know, Tending it down. So I, I was basically a very, very uh, naughty kid, totally what extrovert. So mama uh, was, uh, you know, she used to be the one who used to uh, make sure that she brought us up well. Because there's a very fine line between um, having manners and being well brought up and not being well brought up. And it would really matter to her, you know, because she wanted her daughters to be uh, behaving like princesses and dignified and mom, a lot of grace, a lot of poise. And um, of course, I mean, it is a generation gap. So you're thinking about what is the right behavior. So it was more of, I think, being protective. And as a mother feeling that, no, my girl must have all the ladylike qualities. I was a tomboy. But other than that, we had full freedom to wear what we wanted, to eat what we wanted, to study what we wanted. But yeah, I mean, there were no uh, late night parties and I don't think dating or boyfriends would have been acceptable or we are vegetarians. That was the way of life. So dad never used to drink and smoke, even though he was in the army. So these were things which were not really um, appreciated or encouraged or anything. And I think um, the foundation that you grow up in, it just stays with you, you know. So you can be accepting of others living their life the way they want. But I think these impressions that you form as a child, they just remain with you and uh, you never really get into that territory. Yeah, so I am a vegetarian. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Yeah, so that's how you become. You know, you're very serious about your relationships. That sense of responsibility was very important for mom. Because in her mind, she felt, you know, it's the women who make the homes. If something is missing in her upbringing, that would have a long-term impact. I think it just stemmed from there, yeah. <laughs> I think one of the things that I resonate with, uh, you know, your own story is the fact that I was M a very high energy person, right? I love, I, I'm up all the time like moving and I don't have a lot of patience and so on and so forth. 
And when I was growing up, one of the things that I would constantly hear from my mother is like, look at this person or look at that person. He is so quiet. He just only speaks when he needs to. And you are all the time talking and, you know, doing and so on and so forth. And I used to think and sometimes also feel like, hey, is it like really uh, something that I should tame down on or like control on my energy and so on and so forth, right? And that stayed with me for a really, really long time where sort of sense of need of like, hey, should I like really control my energy? Should I like really stop speaking or, you know, talking a lot uh, or expressing, you know, uh, what I was feeling and so on and so forth? It took me a while to sort of get to the point that, hey, you know what, I think she was sharing it from her own lens of life and whatsoever and make peace with that and still, you know, not let that die. So I'm keen on understanding, you know, I'm sure being a woman and the age and the time that right. you were brought in, yes. plus you come from, you know, uh, the Rasput and, you know, yes. and then they have their own sort of uh, not Culture, trying to, yeah, yes. not trying to sort of uh, generalize, but still yeah. like, you know, there are certain expectations. Yes. Um, and then here you are, you know, like, yeah completely outgoing yeah. and trying to do yeah. things and so on and so forth. Like, has that sort of, you know, what was going on internally? One thing that uh, both my parents were very unanimous about was that uh, it's important for girls to study as much as they can based on whatever capability they have and whatever interests them. Uh, without burdening us with the pressure of grades or anything, they never did that because they took us for dance classes, they took us for music classes, everything. Uh, we had time to play and they never really ever frowned no matter what was written in your report card. So, But one thing was very clear right from the beginning that you have to be capable of financial independence. That was a very clear message which one knew that you have to be big and you dependent to anyone. That was a very clear thing, you know. And I think that is what... Uh, makes one realize that, no, there has to be a very clear path about how you are going to live your life. Because if you're not going to be financially dependent, then you have to be independent. That's one part. The second part is that my dad and my mom's personality was a very good uh, balance for us, you know. So, for example, you just mentioned about, you know, your mom being strict about something. So, it's like, I remember when I was in army public school, uh, one day I got down from the school bus and I entered the house crying. And, you know, while my dad was posted in uh, Punch in JNK, but at that time he was visiting uh, Delhi and uh, he saw me crying and entering and he said, what happened? So, so and so hit me or pulled my hair or whatever, the girl next door. So he said, I don't want my daughter entering the house crying. Please go back sort the problem out and walk back with a smile on your face. It's very empowering when you know that, okay, fine, you know, you'll settle your thing and you'll come back. But with mama, it was always, kisi se ladai nahi karni hai tumne, ab tum shatani mat karna, ab tum kisi ki pitai mat kar dena, ab tum ye mat kar dena, koi galat kaam nahi karna hai, be a good girl, you know. So it was a very good balancing thing. And I was like, mom said I cannot do anything to anybody, but dad is saying I have to settle. Oh my God, I went out. She hadn't even entered her house. So she got back double of whatever she gave me. Her poor girl was shivering and howling, hollering on the streets. Everybody was wondering what happened. And but like a dawn, I walked in with a smile and... Uh, you beat her uh, up? <laughs> and the next day I was walking in school with my water bottle like that. 
the story had traveled. So sometimes what happens is that um, uh, you learn a few lessons very early in life. And my dad's exact sentence to me was, Bitte, uh, sometimes you just need to teach the world how to treat you. And he just walked off, you know, I mean, kuch nahi hua, just say. And, uh, you know, mom kept wondering why her mother stopped talking to her for a few days and whatever transpired. But then it settled down. But I mean, that's that's what happened. And it these things just, okay, you're not going to enter the house crying. Now that has a ripple effect on all your decisions and all your subsequent actions because you're at such an impressionable age when you're eight years old and in class four. So I after that, I don't I think I must have only cried when my mom passed away after that and when my father-in-law passed away. I don't remember if I ever cried other than the loss of a dear one, you know, grandparents or, you know, that way. I don't other than grief. I don't think uh, there's no anger I carry. There's no grudge I carry because whatever it is, it gets settled there and then. How do you do that? If somebody has ill-treated you, you have to be vocal about it. That's sorry. I may be misunderstanding you, but this is how it seems. That mom really put in so deep that you will do no wrong. If you do wrong, then be ready to apologize, you know, or God is keeping the score. So, conscience is strong, you know. So, if you don't have to do anything, and you have to Realize ho jai, to maafi lo. Agar nahi realize ho ra, to mein yu hai. I'm sure the other will also sense it. But if uh, somebody is doing something wrong and if you can sense it, then nahi banna hai. Then it's important that you say it, whether it's then or you see an appropriate time or whenever. But don't carry any baggage. I mean, if you want to go far, you have to travel light, right? I love that. Yeah, I think, you know, what I really liked about what you shared is about being open right there and then and sort of, uh, you know, telling people and communicating about uh, what you're feeling at that point of time there, right? So, you know, when you look at a lot of people and especially in women, I think not only women, a lot of people in general, it's not gender specific, but a lot of us sort of keep on taking on whether that's the humiliation, whether that's somebody trying to, uh, you know, bully and, and so on and so forth, right? Are there anything that you have seen or maybe if you were to teach your kid on trying to not, like you said, right, hmm. like what, how your parents yeah. told you, yeah. not do any wrong at the same time, not yeah. take what has been thrown at you and then just stand for yourself. Yeah. So I was really blessed that when I was uh, working and uh, I had my little baby boy, there were six adults to really dote over my baby. Uh, my father-in-law, mother-in-law, my dad, mom and me and my husband. So he is, touch wood, by God's grace, a very well-balanced and well-rounded personality because he he saw six adults and out of those six adults, two extremely wise, you know. So his grandmothers gave him all the motherly love and doting and pampering and uh, both his uh, grandfathers, uh, you know, had those lovely so-called inspiring stories and their experiences and their wisdom which they shared with him. So he's grown up into a very sensitive and a very intuitive uh, person. And um, 
He's achieved a lot at a very young age, everything on his own. He found his first job on his own. He got his admission in the U.S. universities for his undergrad, for his postgrad, everything on his own. He's managed his visa, everything, everything on his own. So I'm really uh, proud of him. And in fact, it's quite interesting that uh, sometimes kids teach you lessons. And those are very good lessons. He was just a little boy. And uh, I came home and uh, he said, Mom, you got a promotion. You should be looking happy. I said, yeah. But a very dear friend of mine, uh, you know, she didn't look happy at all at my uh, uh, little party. And she looked very upset and she looked very sad. And I don't know, um, you know, I, so that's why I'm also feeling a little low. He started laughing. He says, why are you expecting her to be happy? She didn't get the promotion. In fact, you need to go and spend time with her and help her to achieve her dream rather than expecting her to stand and clap for you. She's not your cheerleader. She's your friend. You should be sensitive to what she didn't get. And he was just six or seven. And I was like, my goodness, how could I miss that out? I was so wrapped up in my own excitement of achieving my dream that uh, I didn't realize, you know, so... Sometimes you learn things from kids also. And uh, I think um, kids teach you a lot in life. And uh, he's been a good teacher for me. First and foremost, they teach you patience. And second, they teach you unconditional love. And now coming to your second part that, you know, you take things from, a, uh, from people or you don't. Where there is love and where there's a, there is unconditional love. There you do take a lot and you let people cross the line also because you put their joy before yours. But where there is no love and if it is something which is a professional relationship or some, something which is a social relationship, there I think you have to have your boundaries and you have to respect those boundaries. But within the family, within the home, of course, I mean, there are aunts, there are uncles, there are kids, there are cousins. Sometimes when you want that relationship to go on, then you do tolerate a lot and you should because every relationship is a sum total of good times and not so good times. So if the good times are much more and if the feelings are deeper, then I think you have to be adjusting with the rest. 1991 is when you started, you know, your job in real estate. Yes. I was not even born then. Oh my God. <laughs> so um, at that point of time in India, in real estate, uh, I don't think, you know, there was any other women, you know, in, in the boardroom, so making decisions and so on and so forth. What are the kind of conversations that you would overhear around you, people talking about you or, so, you know, what are the things? Yeah. Hmm. So, so uh, see, one, I did my first job with a very old organization, right? I started my job with DLF and DLF is like pre-independence. Okay. So, 1947, it's a company hai. And uh, so there were elderly, there were people across generations, you know, so all age groups were there. There were 70-year-olds working, there were 60-year-olds, 50-year-olds, whatever. And here we were early 20s, you know, straight out of college. The second part was that it, there was a huge cultural gap also, you know, there were, there were a lot of people coming from rural India and you have to respect their sensibilities, urban, then their typical Delhiites. And then there were people like us straight from Delhi University, a bunch of us. and. Uh, the good part was that the owners were very progressive and very understanding. And even better was that the HR had women and uh, the HR team was also very adjusting. They actually wanted to 
kind of bridge the gender gap and they actually wanted girls in sales was and that a conversation relationships back then? like generally in the culture the gender sort of very progressive organization like i said so uh, very good uh, that was very good but yes out of all of us who joined there and who were freshers and who started out there not very many carried on for too long some got married some moved out some couldn't manage both home and work so all those things of course dropout rate was very high and so therefore you are absolutely right about the corner offices and all but because of the gap in the you know different areas so sometimes you know you're walking by and you'll hear somebody in accounts department some clerk just remarking ki ye bachche aa gaye hain ye log you know management wagera ke padhai karke aa gaye hain aur inka salary to bas in log ka makeup allowance hai hum log ko to ghar chalana hota hai so us waqt aapko thoda sa lagta ki are this is you know within hearing distance ab aap jawab denge with older than your dad and mom wo bhi bura hai aur aap nahi denge to wo to aur bhi bura hai ना सोच समझ के फिर दो तीन दिन के बाद हिम्मत आ जाती तो जाके यू नो आई वुड से हेलो हाउ यू वेरी एम्बेरस्ड कि एक यंग गर्ल आके साथ बैठ गई वो भी उन लोग के लिए यू नो कल्चरल शौक की वाई शी सिटिंग द होल डिपार्टमेंट इज लुकिंग एट मी आप स्माइल करते हैं आप चाय पियेंगे नहीं जी कुछ नहीं चाहिए कुछ नहीं चाहिए नहीं तो आप उस दिन बोल रहे थे ऐसे यू डोंट यू डोंट बाई एनी मेकअप फॉर योर वाइफ एवर यू हैव अ वाइफ यू डोंट बाई एनी फॉर योर डॉटर्स एवर <laughs> you don't want them to look nice uske baad kabhi nahi wo to dur se hi namaste ji haan ji bhag jaye idhar se udhar so you have to sometimes just use your sense of humor dig deep and look for what is the best way out because aapka kaam to roz padhna hai na accounts department se aap ladke to sabse nahi baith sakte so you have to do all these things and um, kai baar aap aayenge and then they will say ki sabse jyada incentive to inhone hi bana liya hai because all the customers come to where the girls are then also you cannot listen to it just just because you're a man or a woman nobody is going to buy a house all right people buy a house once in their life puri apne pichle 15 saal ki saving aur aage 15 saal ki emi karke right so oh these girls have it very easy and it's important to show them a mirror ki bhi you keep taking smoke breaks you keep disappearing with girlfriends we are serious about our work and we are sitting here and explaining every little thing do you even know the size of the kitchen that you are selling do you even know which walls can be removed and which can't be removed you don't know anything so just shut up you know somewhere you have to use anger somewhere you have to use politeness somewhere you have to use humor somewhere you use wit but you have to deal with every situation as it is but don't keep carrying those things now if you ask me also na mujhe yaad bhi nahi hoga because i don't carry any uh, rubbish in my head it's always i'm always looking forward and i'll tell you why because i genuinely believe that life is an echo so whatever you are saying and whatever you are thinking and whatever you are dreaming and planning it will come and stick to you at least my magnetic field is very strong agar main acha acha soch rahi hu na mera acha acha hi hota rahega aur galti se bhi ek second ke liye bhi agar maine kisi ka bhi bura soch liya because they've done bad to me why will i think bad about anybody unka bahut zyada bura ho jata hai then i actually go to the temple and i pray ki god please help them out so i believe life is an echo and it just happens you know every time all the time so we have to respect the stars and the spiritual forces around us and the magnetic field and the aura that we carry with us you know so it's important to actually have only positive thoughts 
and to only be looking at the future. Do you think it's possible to have only positive thoughts all the time? You have to work on it. You have to learn to do that. You have to learn to do that. If I'm just looking at you right now and I think one bad thing about you, instantly you will feel it. And if I'm looking at you just now and I'm thinking, oh God, Vijay is so nice. I'm so happy I'm having this conversation. You will feel that energy hit you. Our thoughts, the sounds that we create, all of this is so powerful. I think somewhere in the future when they research this, they will figure this out. But uh, my life, literally, it's a mirror. अच्छा ही सोचना चाहिए और अच्छा ही याद करना चाहिए और आगे ही देखना चाहिए पीछे अगर कुछ बुरा हुआ है उसे भूल जाओ अगर भूल नहीं पा रहे हो तो डील विद इट एंड सॉर्ट इट आउट गेट योर स्कोर्स इवन थिंक अबाउट ऑल द नाइस थिंग्स दैट आर देयर इन दिस वर्ल्ड एंड दैट यू हैव टू अचीव एंड यू हैव टू डू टूडे वेन आई वॉज कमिंग टू मीट यू आई वॉज टोल्ड बाई रीजनल मेंटर ऑफ चेंज फॉर अटल इनोवेशन मिशन टू गिव अ टॉक ऑन थर्सडे इवनिंग टू स्टूडेंट्स द नीति आयोग कंडक्ट दिस अबाउट What are my dreams if I live a hundred years? Why do people say कि जिंदगी बहुत छोटी है जबकि सारी मेडिकल हेल्प अवेलेबल है आपके आस पास इतने सारे एट्टी प्लस लोग घूम रहे हैं सो वाई आर पीपल नॉट प्लानिंग फॉर हंड्रेड एंड वाई आर पीपल नॉट ड्रीमिंग अबाउट हंड्रेड यू नो सो इफ दैट बी द केस देन देर आर सो मेनी थिंग्स इफ यू नो दैट ओके आई हैव हंड्रेड ईयर्स एंड देन हाउ वुड यू लुक एट लाइफ एंड लिव लाइफ it changes the whole perspective na and what what i got from what you've just shared is yeah. about, about the incident that you shared in your in the office yeah. uh, is how important is it to draw that boundary and which is something that you mentioned earlier as well is to say that you can command your respect not by saying that hey you got to respect me but by saying that that's not how you're going to treat me yes and i think setting that right yes absolutely and i'll tell you another incident also so normally um, you know when i would achieve something that i wanted to you have to be your biggest uh, motivator okay you said how do you do it it's not easy to do be positive all the time you have to love yourself i'm not saying be narcissist or you know mai apni favorite to in a very filmy style but the fact is that if you have done something which was really difficult to achieve you have to appreciate it yourself so when i would really think that oh this is impossible and i would achieve that that's the day i would love to go shopping and buy myself something which i would ordinarily not buy for myself so at one such time i uh, did something it was a nice big deal and uh, i went to emporio and i bought myself a luxury bag and uh, the next day i came very proudly with my bag which i of course i earned my bag and i spent on my bag and i I mean, our earnings are completely uh, invite, right? When you're a corporate executive, so I paid through my card, and what's there not to be happy or proud about? So, I'm both kush kush. I came to office, and there's this very senior uh, gentleman who was there, and um, he said, "Ye to bilkul richy rich hain. Dekhi inke inko lakh rupee ka bag leke ghum rhi hain. To ab sochiye purse ke andar kitna hoga." So I took offense to it. पर्स के अंदर तो सब खाली ही था क्योंकि बैग खरीद लिया था पर बट बट आई टुक अफेंस टू इट बिकॉज ही एंड आई वो एट द सेम सैलरी आई टोल आई सेट बी ये तो आपकी मर्जी है कि आप किस चीज पे खर्च कर रहे हो और मैं किस चीज पे खर्च कर रहे हो मैं कहा ये तो दिस इज नॉट डन आई टुक अ रिटर्न अपॉलोजी फ्रॉम हिम 
when i took a written apology from him uh, our other friends kind of ganged up they said this is too much yaar koi mazak bhi nahi kar sakta tumse i said wo mazak karo na par mazak was a double meaning mazak my ethics and my integrity is too important to me what were, what was the meaning of ki agar bag itne ka hai to bag ke andar kitne honge that very very petty very pedestrian very third rate not fit for this position also and bahut gusse thi main मुझे तो अपॉलॉजी चाहिए रिटर्न अपॉलॉजी तो किसी ने वहां पे बोल दिया कि यू हैव नो आइडिया हाउ क्वालिफाइड ही इज आईआईटी वाईआईटी के थे वो दिस यू हैव नो आइडिया बट आई सेट ऑल द मोर रीजन इतने क्वालिफाइड होके इतनी खराब बात कर रहे हैं ये यू नो सच अस फैमिली सच नाइस वाइफ सच नाइस किड्स एंड दिस इज हाउ ही टॉकिंग टू मी एंड इन फ्रंट ऑफ माई टीम आई सेट इज जस्ट नॉट डन तो मैंने रिटर्न अपॉलॉजी तो मुझे मिल गई पर उसके बाद मैंने कहा कि कितने क्वालिफाइड है अब इससे ज्यादा क्वालिफाइड होने के लिए मुझे क्या करना है उस दिन शाम को जाके आई फिल्ड अप माय पीएचडी एप्लीकेशन फॉर्म सो कभी कभी आप साइलेंट रिप्लाई भी देते यू नो आई मीन द ओनली वे द ओनली वे टू समाइम्स प्रूफ अ पॉइंट टू बी बेटर देन द अदर वन आप उनसे ज्यादा काम करिए आप उनसे ज्यादा क्वालिफाइड होइए आप उनसे ज्यादा कंपनी के लिए करिए इफ यू आर द हार्डेस्ट वर्कर इन एन ऑर्गेनाइजेशन इन एन इंडस्ट्री वाई वॉन्ट पीपल लुक एट यू एवरीबडी शुड डू दैट एंड दैट्स वाई दिस दैट्स वेर दिस होल थिंग अबाउट माही एंड बींग अ फाउंडर एंड प्रेजिडेंट कम्स फ्रॉम बिकॉज इफ देर इज सो मच एनर्जी इन मी एंड इफ देर इज सो मच ऑफ एम्बिशन इन मी इवन नाउ आफ्टर थर्टी टू ईयर्स इन द इंडस्ट्री and if i can share a little bit of it with someone why not aaj kisi ne subah mujhe ek video clip bheja bijoy gor gopaldas ji ka and usme tha ki aise ek pani ka glass rakha hai just like this one and he puts a lighter on and he says gor gopaldas ji says this is our spirit this is our spark this is the energy we are born with and these are the dreams we are born with and then he put that lighter in a glass he poured little water he says ye wo hai jo hamare sath ट्रेजिडीज होती हैं ये वो है जो हमारे साथ लोग बदतमीजी करते हैं ये वो है जो हमारे जिंदगी में इंसिडेंट्स होते हैं जिनका हमारे पास कोई जवाब ही नहीं है एंड एंड ही सेस अब निकाला लाइट है जलाने की कोशिश की इट डेंट लाइट ही सेस और ये अब हम हैं बहुत हो गया अब हम नहीं संभाल सकते वाली स्टेज पे पहुंच गए आई के नॉट हैंडल इट वाली स्टेज पे पहुंच गए फिर हमें क्या चाहिए सो फ्रॉम इज अदर हैंड ही टुक आउट अनादर लाइटर एंड ही यूज दैट टू लाइट इट ही सेज यू नीड पीपल अराउंड यू हु वुड हेल्प यू टू फाइंड योर स्पार्क बैक so all of us need that circle of people very badly uh where even if you're not in the room they will be appreciating you and when you are in front of them they would be telling you what you need to fix and correct in yourself to go wherever you want to go it's not important to be ambitious it's not important to be an achiever but it is so important to be happy whatever gives you happiness you know one of the things that uh, you know i sort of see generally is in our culture yes. in india particularly it's okay to sort of not treat people well or not necessarily you know be respectful and then you know put the comments like that you were saying and so on and so forth if you look at generally you know in the west people are very mindful of what they say to the other person and you know and also in terms of drawing that boundary because it's okay for you to draw that boundary it's okay for you to say that hey you can't say that you can't pass that comment right and i think it is also a lot to do with our own culture right so for instance if i said that mom i don't want to have my dinner 
then it's like there's no way or maybe i don't want to do this there's no way that your sort of things that you put forth is something that i don't want to do it i have yeah. no interest in doing this then there's no way that people would respect that right and even and that i think keeps on piling up plus that keeps going on even if you are adult like even today for instance there are things like you know parents would be like no you you won't do this you will do this right and that happens with most of the people in our culture where we have never understood the whole thing about okay this person is now an independent person can take the decision i can maybe give the suggestions or you know and so on and so forth i think it's also a lot to do with the culture and now i'm imagining back in the time when you know now still there are people being more mindful and respectful for someone's choices whether that's about food whether that's about you know sexuality and so on and so forth um you know and then when you were doing it here's this one woman <laughs> in the real estate first and then second obviously this aadi nahi hai you know she's like you know uh, from their perspective maybe bully kar rahi hai hame upar se written apology likha rahi hai and uh, you know so how how did your team perceive you i think as far as your seniors are concerned your seniors you will always realize are interested in results they are interested in two things two r's results and respect as long as you are respecting them and respecting their chair and you are putting the results and i think my results used to exceed expectation kyunki main bahut over invested rahi hu apne job mein apne profession mein so with my seniors i've always had an amazing relationship as far as the juniors are concerned initially it is very difficult for them to actually cope up with your energy levels your expectations the targets that you have set for them the discipline that you are following yourself so i mean aap time se pehle pahunch rahe hain aap time ke baad ja rahe hain it does take its toll on people who are not able to cope with it emotionally physically or socially or whichever way but i think um, each one of them is doing so well today and is sitting in such amazing chairs and uh, whenever they do meet me i don't know what they say behind my back but whenever they do meet me they always say they said uh, we learned the most when we were with you because you led by example so that's what i hear and i would tend to believe it because ek insaan aapki chamchagiri kar dega baaki sab kyu kare and when you are not even in a position to do anything for them they've moved on everyone is in their own uh, life and space but still if they are doing that the other thing is that all of this bunch of uh, reportees in the last 32 years you can well imagine how many there would have been if they rem- remember you on festivals if they wish you on occasions if they are writing poetry for you on women's day if they are making songs for you now which they couldn't at that time because obviously uh, at that time uh, ek um, I won't say terror, but a fear to hota hi hai na. And you have a lady boss, and you know who's um, so prim and proper. To thoda hota hai. But now, if they do all of that, and if all their kids even remember your name for whatever reason, I feel that it's it's good. But during the journey, as I was uh, moving forward, also um, I became a very young leader actually. So even my rough edges kept getting smoother as I moved up because. life gives you also experiences na 
at some point of time you may get irritated because somebody is taking too much of leave because of their health but when your health goes down you realize it similarly if somebody's parent is unwell and they are taking too much of leave you may feel that maybe they can manage with but when it happens to you then you realize or oh, to your near and dear ones so as you move in that journey you also keep on uh, becoming a better person uh, with time with experiences with age um so that's there but uh, yes i mean when you are when you are working for an organization you have to give it your all and uh, at least in real estate it's very important because when a project is launched it is at least 3 years of hard work that every single person in the organization has put into it before it hits the market from land acquisition to approvals to drawings to material sourcing to pricing to research planning and then construction you know and uh, so lot of effort goes into it and then you are the face of the organization and you have to go to market with it uh, you cannot uh, make an error because so many people's lives are depending on the on your shoulders it is a responsibility mm. talking about the you know whole team sort of holding team accountable and uh, demanding more of the people and i think times have changed from the perspective that back in the days people didn't have a lot of options you know that either you do this job or you are like you know i can't think of anything that i can do you know and that was also like a time where people sort of had no choice but to just work on and then now people have so many options and you know my constant struggle is that you can't push a lot that you might put push them you know off the edge that hey you know what, i just can't stretch that much and if you don't do that then you know the whole complacency comes in and i think that's a constant struggle that i go through where you know like not let people be complacent and it's not only bad for the organization but it's also bad for the person like you said right so the person who pushes you and like you said right so the people whom you have pushed a lot i'm sure like at that point of time it felt like oh my god this lady like yeah. is, is she ever going to be happy is she ever yeah. going to be satisfied is yeah. she ever going to come back and say that wow that's amazing yeah. and and you know it seems that she's never going to be happy but i think over the period of time one sort of grows up to sort yeah. of learn that oh you know what i think that grind she put me through actually sort of help me yeah so also uh, times have changed a lot so today when you uh, see the sales galleries of developers you know the number of people is also held up a lot you know whether it is the show apartments or whether it is the welcome gallery or whether it is telemarketing or whether it is other things in those days in the 90s you were working with very limited resources you know there's this is your team and then you manage and you achieve so multitasking was a skill which was necessary to uh, ensure that uh, you know the targets are met that was one thing the second thing is that post pandemic a lot of things are acceptable whether it is dress code or whether it is your attire or your look but again in the 90s and even in the early 2000s grooming was a very important part of your your it's not about what ananta is looking it's she's carrying a visiting card i mean whether it is dlf or whether it is emr or whether it is demac or it's experion an employee is supposed to look a certain way 
so whether it is you know and it was formal dressing always so whether it's it has to be business attire the shave has to be there because you're the face of the organization mm. sales marketing customer services all these things are important so those who are not an early morning person or too much of uh, you know it's a young crowd or if there's too much of late nights and too much of partying obviously it will have an impact on your performance so you have to if you if you want to be successful if you want it to be successful at that time there had to be a proper balance when are you having fun and when are you working because the organization and the role demands a certain professionalism and a certain personality type so that was uh, also a reason i think it was more because i'm a early morning person and i'm disciplined and i had my time management in place so i thought everybody should have it but everyone is made differently and like you said today there are options maybe you know another job would probably work better for them but when you are in the sales or i have sent people home because they didn't shave and they showed up as if they were straight out of bed because i said no i will manage your desk till you come back please go so i have i have to do that and as a leader you have to i mean lead by example no so i am doing what is required of me but if uh, the team is not coming up to the level but i must uh, share with you that good work was always appreciated and uh, coming from an army background that whole uh, feeling of being a family i mean another reason why i was uh, you know i i was very involved with the lives of every reportee so there was no disconnect so just like you would treat members of your family who are younger than you that's the treatment that they got from me सो तारीफ भी बहुत होती थी प्यार भी बहुत मिलता था उनको पर सम थिंग्स विच वर नॉट एक्सेप्टेबल टू मी बिकॉज माई नेम एंड माई इमेज एंड द ऑर्गेनाइजेशन नेम एंड ऑर्गेनाइजेशन इमेज इज ऑल्सो एट स्टेक बिकॉज ऑफ समबडी इज लेजीनेस और कैजुअलनेस विच एव वे वर्क फॉर लाइक डेकेज इन दायरेक्ट Yes. sales or managing yes. the teams you know that yes. selling and stuff like that yes and i think you know the more and more i'm trying to understand that not necessarily even if you are not selling a real estate or whatever i think selling is one skill that everybody needs to learn and even if you are somebody who is an employee doing a coding job at the end of the yes. day you are trying to sell your skill to the yes. organization and yes. knowing how to sell yourself is i think one of the fundamental and like you know one of the skills that i i strongly feel that everybody whether you are an entrepreneur whether you are somebody who's looking for jobs or whoever you are you need to learn that skill right yeah. and you have done this for such a long long yeah. time if you were to give a mantra or hmm. maybe like you know what took me really long time to sort of understand the sales and if you understand this fundamentals really well I think you can excel at sales. Are there any of those nuggets that you want to share with us? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I know why I uh, did well in sales. I absolutely love sales. Though my work involved sales, marketing, advertising, dealer relationships, business development, even facilities management. I've done it all: research, launches, possessions, QC. training i mean um, you know whether it was as the ed of dlf or chief executive at emar or even as the senior executive director at experion i mean there's so many things and so many functions that one handled but as far as sales is concerned to me it came very naturally 
and i think it came very naturally because one i'm an extrovert two i'm a big uh, one at inquisitiveness so if a product is there i will keep going deep deep why why how why how why how i my mind works in a very analytical way so it will keep going why how i'll go back to the architect i'll say nahi ye darwaza hata dijiye ye aise kar dijiye ek puja room add kar dijiye you know all, all those things you know when vastu vastu started i read up everything there was on vastu so when i became the retail leasing head for dlf and when the retail vertical was being started before the small revolution happened i don't know how much i read up on them how much i traveled just to see malls all over you know the best malls in the world so i if a task is given to me mai bilkul ghus jati hu usme so it comes very naturally to me because first and foremost to be a good salesman you have to be so sound with your product knowledge second you have to be very sound with the competitors products mujhe har time pe i had created a network i knew exactly what is happening in competition offices that secret i'm telling on your show was bilkul pata hota tha kya hota tha whether it was the guard whether it was the parking man whether it was their uh, own sales team jinse main interviews kar rahi hoti thi for hiring or whatever but i knew exactly what is happening in my competitors thing so it's corporate warfare at the end of it right so first sharpen your axe with your own product to know what the other people are doing if you want to capture market share Three, be two steps ahead. Have the best team in the industry working for you. Four, what you are lacking in her cheese. Me, to koi bhi perfect nahi ho sakta na. I also must be having some areas which I can't. So things which I am not good at, I have to hire the best so that that gap gets filled up. And fifth, either you have to be an extrovert or develop that quality and learn to put yourself in the other person's shoes. you know you have to listen what what are they asking what do they want aap apna kahani sunate jate hain abhi abhi thank god our phone is on silent because we are having this conversation nahi to abhi tak to char phone aage hote ma'am are you looking for property ma'am are you looking for loan ma'am are you looking ma'am is looking for nothing and she's getting put off by the names of these organizations or a random calling random message bhej do aap at least you will get somebody back so that's and most important most important the product that you are representing of course is a brand how are you positioning that brand but you who are representing that product are also a brand how reliable and how trustworthy do you come across to the other person kuch bhi bol bal ke check bator ke form sign kara ke aur aap chale gaye 7 days later that man is going to come and abuse you so even at the cost of repetition mai bar bar bolte rehti hu Three E's, three E's. <laughs> My favorite three E's: education about the product, about your skill, ethics. Because you cannot survive in a company or in an industry for thirty-two years if you don't have that ethics with you. अगर बस एक साल दो साल काम करना है कुछ करना है बंटी बबली ओके नो प्रॉब्लम you know kosla kosla no problem that's a fact but if you want if you are a long term player and if you really love what you're doing and if you've come out of your house to actually earn respect and money not just money then ethics is important and third is your own handling your own emotions because we are completely a sum total of our emotions the day you win over your emotions and for those 8 to 9 hours that you are in office you can be the perfect manager or the perfect leader or the perfect reporty or the perfect colleague 
and if you are doing everything during the day driven by logic you can never go wrong in life of course it's easier said than done maybe even i'm not able to manage this all the time but at least i try to it's always work in progress i can see that fierceness now all of a sudden <laughs> coming in this conversation like no, you know no, I, i i i try to i try to do that so yeah you know in the last this last question i can see that fierceness <laughs> you know just all of a sudden come in the conversation no, i'm loving it you asked me for tips how to yeah. be a good salesman so mm. i'm just telling you from my experience yeah no that th- th- those were really good now that we're talking about the tips the other tips that i want to hear and i think for the lot of people who are looking at uh, investing in real estate since you have been yeah. spend a lot of you know time and of course from the real estate sales perspective communication perspective every property is a great property right now from your experience if you were to invest in any of the real estate whether that's let's say residential or you know what are the few things that you would say that hey you know what if you're looking at i think insider tip perspective i think look for this kind of things this is where you will get great deals this is how you you know can really go about this anything yes i think if you want to be a successful investor in real estate please follow the infrastructure and the development happening uh, in new corridors very carefully if you're an investor so if you know that there's a new corridor coming up whether it is an airport or whether it is a new road or whether it is a new airport or whatever it is or train station or you know maybe some kind of a industry hub is coming up so follow the infrastructure developments very carefully and then be an investor because as soon as you get a green tick on those actionables with every actionable the price jumps so from an investor point of view you make money even before you've paid up because you're only paying booking amount right now and the rest is going easy so that is an opportunity that one should not miss having said that credibility of developer and the land papers should be very clean and clear uh, so that you don't get stuck in some kind of a scam so that's as far as investor is concerned as far as an end user is concerned it's always nice to buy something that you can see if it's ready to move if you're planning to move in see buy pay up get it registered in your name put the registry in your locker so that there is no stress you know whether you rent it or you live in it is a different thing but if it is for you know uh, end use ultimately uh, then it's always better to buy something that you can see because not everyone can visualize how it's going to be whether the view of the golf course will be there or not lake will be there or not sometimes mm. you so buy something pay up for your home if it's already built if it's already built uh, or otherwise if if that is not working out then please go with very reliable developers only uh, because uh, if there isn't a strong professional group standing behind that thing then you know you end up becoming a guinea pig ultimately and so many people's money is stuck at so many different places and it's really sad because uh, nobody has that type of money uh, you know that because uh, see the biggest market still remains to be your middle class and upper middle class as far as luxury is concerned uber luxury is concerned they may be investing but they're not changing homes and similarly when you talk about affordable homes also then they are just buying that one home and you know that's about it but it's the middle class and upper middle class which is always upgrading 
when a youngster goes to gurgaon he picks up a studio he moves to a two bedroom he moves to a three bedroom he moves to a four bedroom ultimately he is occupying a penthouse and that journey is not a very long journey from a management trainee to a ceo uh, is not more than 15 to 20 years for anybody so practically every 2 3 years you are ready for a bigger place or a better place so yeah now let's switch a little bit of gears okay to your beauty you know competitions and uh, and so on and so forth so here's this fierce lady who is leading team you know and uh, selling real estate and at the same time walking the ramp <laughs> see my profession and uh, my job is a part of me and a very important part of me i i must say that and that's what gave me my identity so it's very dear part of me and but at the same time there is a lot more to a person's personality than just the professional box right so all along along with my job i was always studying like i told you i started working very young so at that time i was a science graduate from miranda house so along with my job actually i had done my mba i did my english literature i did my bed i did my phd no break in my work so along with that all these qualifications happened but on the weekends even if you are willing to spare that one hour every weekend it's very easy to learn any skill and so my classical music training would go it was like meditation for me i really enjoyed it before i knew it i was a sangeet prabhakar a lot of it i had done already when my dad was posted in alabad i was at priyag sangeet samiti so uh, there i had already um, done that during my school days and then whatever else was left i completed that thing so music got over then health fitness with age you start gaining weight first i had a problem i was so thin for the longest time then i had a problem i started gaining weight and then i wasn't exercising i was only sitting on a desk from 8 in the morning to 8 at night and then how do you cope with that so and i hate gyms and swimming is not something you can do all year round uh, though that is one of the best exercises so i kept enrolling in dance classes i as a result i ended up learning a little of a lot of dance forms kabhi kuch join kar liya theek hai ye workshop ho gaya wo wo workshop ho gaya so all that carried on and uh, you would actually end up burning calories and you know your fitness level would improve when every time you join that so it's a theek hai and you also learned a skill so it wasn't just treadmill pe khade hue stupid ki tarah and doing nothing you know so at least you're learning a skill so that's how the dance thing happened with me because i did not like my uh, going to gyms at all so that's how it happened now once all of that happened then uh, these opportunities came up a whole lot of these pageants came up and um, there was a mindset that i had when i was in miranda house that you know intelligent girls study and the others go for pageants but i realized that unless you do something you cannot form any opinion about anybody or anything and uh, uh, when these opportunities came up i said let me try just for the fun of it dekhte hain apna level to aapko tabhi pata chalega na jab aap when you jump in only then you'll know where you stand so how can you kind of say anything about anybody and um, so i joined these pageants and you know i was lucky enough they were personality pageants and in my late 40s i won these uh, uh, six titles and i walked off with these crowns and i was very pleasantly surprised but i enjoyed the journey of savvy mrs india uh, so much uh, 
I made such good friends. We are still connected with each other. And so many creative women, such a fresh perspective and so different from the type of crowd that I was interacting with, you know, where you're just looking at numbers, business plans and stuff like that. So it was so refreshing. I absolutely loved it. And I enjoyed myself. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it just happened. You were on my co-founder Sonia's show. Hmm. And you said, what's the point of just, just participating and not doing amazing? And what's the point of not being in the top three <laughs> if, if you're putting a lot of lot of efforts in it, oh, right? So that's not fair. So Why you did needed I say to, you, hmm. needed, you need to win in everything, right? I try to give it my best. Whatever I undertake, I try to give it my best. So when you say, um, you know, uh, you need to win in everything, I uh, would normally always wear flat footwear to work because it's comfortable. I always go for comfort. But yes, those four or five days uh, when the pageant was on and everything was on and choreography was going on by Joe, I think three and a half inch heels and five and a half inch heels and is what one was in from morning till night. And when you took that off, it's all, it was almost like that Barbie movie, you know, and one would wonder, Ki kaise kar liya ye, you know, so it's about, uh, you feel really good. Oh my God, I did it. I didn't know I could do it. I try to give it my best. Either I don't join anything or if I join, then I give it my all. Hmm. In fact, that extends to motherhood also. After hmm. my marriage, I waited for five years till I was mentally ready to be a mom and to welcome a baby and then that was like a lifetime achievement award <laughs> then i wanted to be the best mother poor kid <laughs> it's i mean i just i just get uh, over invested in everything that i take on yeah i don't know whether it's good or bad but that's me is there something that's bothering you something that's bothering me i am very bothered about two things at this point one is women's safety very, very affected. And uh, all these happenings around us and it's just so upsetting and I really wish there was some jadu ki chadi which could actually fix these problems. So I, I, whatever I'm seeing on TV and reading in the papers, it really affects me a lot. That's one thing I'm definitely bothered about. The second thing which bothers me is, a little bit is that a lot of women continue to accept humiliation but they don't make an effort to change their situation you know so somewhere that rocky rani movie i think it covered those uh, social issues very well because you know if if you are seeing that you can do something then you want to help others also to do it you know just like Alia did it, right? Mm, For uh, her boyfriend's mom and yeah. her sister. And so somewhere, um, these two things definitely bother me a lot. That uh, it's really unfair that uh, for no fault of theirs, women are being humiliated on our roads or yeah, girls are not safe. Even children are not safe. And these things can be easily fixed. Culture is something that you can fix in schools. Kids can be taught what is right behavior. At home, children can be taught. There's so much up. Do boon polio drop, lije polio drop, lije. These ads are coming all the time. Why can't we talk about treat girls nicely in school, bete? Why can't why can't we do this to our little boys? Why can't at home, why where boys and girls both are there? Why why cannot we say no? You also do it this. 
सो आई आई फील दैट वो इक्वालिटी बहुत एम्ब्रेस इक्विटी इज द स्लोगन दिस ईयर यू नो ऑन वुमेन्स डे विच वॉज गिवन आई दैट इज रियली रिक्वायर्ड इन आर सोसाइटी आई एम सो ब्लेस दैट आई ग्रो अप इन अ हाउस वे वी जस्ट टू सिस्टर्स तो हम लोग तो बस अपने कोई समझते थे क्वीन है हम ही एंड यू नो सो ऐसा कुछ हुआ नहीं कॉम्पिटिशन वगैरह बट I do see it around me a lot, a lot. You know, even when you meet friends for lunch, they are so worried that they have to be home for their husband to heat the food and serve their husband, even with servants around. And uh, you know, mazak me, ham log bol dete hain ki bhi tumara pati sirf pati hai, Parmeshwar nahi. But the fact of the matter is, wo over, you know, sense of responsibility itni jada hai ki bana ke aage hai, lekin paraske bhi dena hai. I mean. हेलो दिस इज ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी थ्री या सो ये छोटी छोटी चीजें तो है ही हमारी सोसाइटी में इक्वालिटी तो नहीं है cancer. one was just kind of getting out of that then i had a little accident in front of our construction site the company that i was working for between experion and chintels that dwarka expressway stretch and my disc slipped a little bit and sciatica pain and i was bedridden and um, it was so bad that i had to actually resign because i couldn't go to work at all and my work is in such that you can manage work from home even though the company was so generous about it but Uh, you know what you can do and what you can't do so first was my own health i was just kind of recovering from that and then my dad uh, slipped and he had uh, brain surgery and everything and uh, in mom's absence mom was already gone so i was his primary caretaker here and uh, you know seeing him come back was you know another shattering experience but then touch wood god is kind he came out of all of that and um, so it was quite a topsy turvy ride and um, but touch wood i'm just like i told you that i always look at the brighter side of life and i always look for the silver lining in clouds and uh, now my health is fine my, my dad's health is fine so we're looking at the brighter side and i think good times ahead dr ananta i have a last question for you mm mm-hmm. Imagine you are standing on a stadium, mm-hmm. and this is the largest stadium that has ever been built in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. And there are millions of people eagerly and passionately wanting to listen to the most important lesson that you have learned in your life. Wow! And the catch is, you have only one minute of your time to share the most important lesson. What would be your message? the most important lesson that i have learned in my life is that the reason for our existence is love the purpose of our existence is to spread love and ultimately what will be remembered about us is the love that we gave to the people around us spread love absolutely thank you so much it has been such thank an amazing you. conversation thank you so much pleasure is entirely mine Hey thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed listening to this, I want you to do two things for me. Number 1, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, 
or Spotify, subscribe to the podcast and give five-star ratings. This will help me attract more listeners to this podcast and take this information to a wider audience so that we can help more people grow in their life. And second, share this episode with at least three people in your network who you think need to hear this episode. You never know, just by sharing this episode, you can help them transform their life. Be that person who helps others grow in their life. Thanks again for listening to this episode. I'll catch you in the next. Now, go out there and do something inspiring.